And I'm like, yep, <laughs> pack my bags. A little snog. You meet some... A little smooch. Some foreign boys. Honestly, fun. Are you eating a lollipop? Yeah. I just saw it in the corner of my <laughs> eyes. Just Katie, like, shoving something down her throat. Oh, okay. I need to stop. Yeah. This is getting... How are you doing over there? We aren't even drinking on this episode. We are laboring on Labor Day weekend. We're laboring. We are. Though it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Well, as we're recording this. But that's actually a good question. Like, do people normally take off the week, like after Labor Day happens, since it's on a Monday, and then they can technically take off the Tuesday to Friday, and then make it like a well, they'd have to use nine their day week days. Yeah, but oh, so you think most people probably just do like a long Friday to? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Friday to Monday is kind of enough. Yeah, that's fair. Unless you haven't taken your vacation yet for the summer. Yeah. I mean, I have all tomorrow. My company has a company-wide recharge day. The Friday. Recharge? I like that. We have, yeah, I think we have five or six a year. It's really nice. Huh. We also have a winter break. What? Isn't that kind of funny? What, are you in college? What <laughs> I is feel like I am. Winter break. It's literally the last two weeks of the year just given to you off, and that's on top of our normal vacation. You know vacation. what? I think that, that makes a lot of sense because... Those random days that are sandwiched between Christmas and New Year's, no one works those days. No, exactly. Even if you are on, like, that's why when I was at L'Oreal, I didn't even take off those days. I just worked, quote unquote, worked. And that's the thing. Everybody, quote unquote, works. So why would you, quote unquote, yeah, like you should not take those days off because. Yeah, it's literally a waste of vacation days and people, everybody knows that. So they just sit at their desk and twiddle their thumbs and leave early, you know? So So it's like, what's the point? Your company is essentially like, we're the best. We're giving you guys these two weeks off. Exactly. Truly, they would be kind of off anyway. I love that. My CEO is like, why waste the time and have people come in when they could just be enjoying their lives and then coming back to work refreshed after the two week break? Wow. See now, back in college. (laughs) Anyway, guys. (laughs) We're about to miss the intro. (laughs) We're about to miss it. I know people are on the edge of their seats. They're waiting for the intro. People are always waiting for it. Is it my (laughs) I was like, is Katie going to do it? it I don't know. I think it, no, it is your turn. Cause remember last time it took me a hundred yeah. tries. Oh my God. You guys have no idea how many of those I cut out just because I'm like, okay, we get it. We get it. I was like, well, I'm back. You're tongue tied. <laughs> we get it. So anyway, guys, welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Adam, Colby <gasps> and Katie. You did the wrong order. I know. I was just, I was gauging your reaction. <laughs> you Colby, know, I know. Katie, Adam. Nope. Katie, no. Oh my God. Adam, Colby. Katie, Colby, and Adam. Katie, Colby, and Adam. Okay, that does have more of a ring, I think. It has more of a ring. It's how everything's structured in our description. It's Katie, Colby, and Adam. It's disorder. For the sake of consistency, sure. Colby is not here, as you guys can tell, by the absence of her voice. Again, we are sad to be without her, but she went home for Labor Day early. Yeah. So... Here we are. And I was on vacation or whatever. Katie you call got it. back super late Tuesday yeah. night. Colby left yesterday morning. So it just It just, you know, we two ships in the night right past each other. Just like That's whoop, a good analogy. Ships I've heard the night. that one. You never heard of that? No. It's like, you know, ships in the night, you, you can pass by like another ship and not really know. Because you can't see it. I think that's the analogy. I I mean it it makes sense to me, I guess. Have you heard that song? Like ships in the night. We keep passing you keep passing me by. Can't can't say I have. <laughs> It's uh, Matt Kearney. Oh. Kearney? Kearney? I love that guy. Is he a country guy or? No. I I feel like he's kind of the same genre as like Andy Grammer. 
Okay. And people might come okay. for me over that because some people have a real vendetta against Andy Grammer for some reason. Wait, why? I, didn't I don't know. know. People like have very differing views on him. Huh. So I won't make any. What is he saying? Is he the one that sings statements? Gotta keep your head up. Oh. Fine by me. Oh, baby, Maybe it's fine by me if you, you never leave. Can you hit the high notes? Okay. <laughs> people always say, I don't know why, there's two things that people commonly say to me. And one of which is when they meet me, they're like, I feel like you should be taller. Like they always like saying, oh, you're so much shorter in person. That is one thing people like to say to me that don't know me, like strangers say to me or people from the internet. Another is that they think, like I've gotten comments like this on my Instagram and YouTube videos for years. Katie, I feel like you could sing well. Like you have a good speaking voice. You could probably sing. And I'm like, you could not be more incorrect. (laughs) I am probably the worst singer of all of our friends. You think so? Yes. I think I might be. I think we're both pretty bad. I I also think it's funny because people say that about you when they meet you and people say actually the complete opposite about me. They're like, oh, wow, I thought you were going to be way shorter in person. You? Shorter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I just give short energy. I don't don't know what that means. I guess that's not... It's kind of like a backhanded compliment because they're like, oh, wow, you're so tall. But then they're also like, your presence felt short to me. That's so interesting. You know why? Maybe because in photos that at least like us together, I'm always wearing heels. But I'm still taller than you, even when you guys are in heels. But also, you know what it is? It's people who see me in a Zoom square. So what's a Zoom square? Oh, Zoom. You know how like you're on a Zoom and you like are in a little box. Zoom rectangle. Is it a rectangle? It's a rectangle, huh? I'm pretty sure people call it a Zoom Square, though. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not in the corporate. Or maybe it's a Zoom box. I'm not I don't in the corporate know. world. I don't know these things. Continue. That's continue. Right. Well, well, I barely am, too, since I have winter breaks, you know? Isn't... Okay, I'm, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say next, because no, I feel it. like you I'm wrong. I'm like, is a square a kind of rectangle, or a rectangle's a kind of square? Like, they're the same, but not... Um, anyway, just continue. I don't even want to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go there. Geometry <laughs> is not our strong suit. <laughs> uh, well, Katie and I are fast track on our way to labor day weekend we're both on our way home tomorrow to maryland did you change your train i did not change my train I i've been mad. harassing i didn't katie all week change her train to mine <sighs> katie's literally leaving 20 minutes after me and i'm on a train that gets into our, our city 30 an minutes hour. earlier oh i thought it was an hour before and i think it's like 30 and change. i get in at 12 38 i don't know what? when i get in but i'm on the acela so i get in 30 minutes earlier you know I'm okay with taking my time. I'm mostly taking your just, time. My your train leaves 15 minutes after me. We yeah, go together. That's 15 more minutes of sleep. I'm in business class. We've discussed this. So am I because I'm on the Acela. You're in business class. <laughs> the Acela, all the seats are business class. Really? Yeah, that's why they're a premium seat. Are you sure about yeah. that? Because on on Acela, there's business class and there's first class, and first class is like is business class on the Acela the assigned seating? Yeah. Oh. Fuck. And it's nice. It's a nicer oh, train. Oh, whatever. I'm, it's too late now. I'm sure they're like Katie, stupid. Give me your phone. I'll literally expensive. do it for you. Well, perhaps later. I don't even know. To be honest with you, I forgot that you told me to change my train until you buzzed my door just now and I remembered. And then and you then, were like, oh, Adam's texting me actually four times this week asking me to change my train. I was on vacation when you were texting <laughs> me those things. Mind you, trying to not work or stress. <laughs> that you is were texting true. me about changing my train. Okay. Katie's mad at me because I'm disturbing her vacation beats, which... Reminds me, I haven't heard anything about your trip oh. to San Juan, so that should be your update of the day. <sighs> San Juan, oh my gosh, such a fun experience. I'm so sad you didn't go to my favorite restaurant there. That we could not get in. There's this restaurant, Marmalade. It was impossible. We 
listen to what we did, the links we went to to try to get a reservation at this place. They did not take walk-ins, reservations only. It's apparently like Mia had been there with her ex-boyfriend actually. Oh, that's on so their, funny. On their anniversary trip like years ago. And so she's like, we have to go. It's absolutely unreal. Yeah, it's like a life-changing but experience. But we couldn't get honest. a reservation. And so we went to the lengths. Like Mia actually went on LinkedIn and tried to connect with the general manager of the place <laughs> on LinkedIn. Like tried. We messaged them on Instagram, both of us, like begging for them to give us a reservation. <laughs> Called so many times. They didn't answer we were debating just like showing up and seeing what would happen, but it was just like too much of a gamble because that's fair. But then the last day we were there, they're like, Oh, we could take you tonight. But it was the day we were leaving. Yeah, so so I'm like, Oh, whatever. Next time, next time we had a great food, great food. Mm hmm. It kind of looked like it. Yeah. It was I mean, really but good. if we ever go back, we should do a friend trip there because also it's a U.S. territory. It's super easy to get to. Yeah, it was and three hours it's and so nice. 30 minutes to get there. Like, nothing crazy at all. Yeah, I mean, that's that's honestly really close. It's like what it takes to see it to Maryland, basically. Yeah. Minus 30 minutes, but yeah. No, it was a super easy adventure there. And we really, we did a little bit exploring in town because I just wanted to see the culture of it and, like, the sites because it's a really interesting, like, Old San Juan is a 16th century city, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's crazy. So Everything there is so old. Very interesting. But most of the time we spent just like we were just at the resort. We were at two different resorts. Mm-hmm. I got lots of sun. They look tan. This is like the tannest I've ever been. I'm pretty sure. Honestly, this summer is the tannest you've ever been because normally Katie just burns up like a lobster. But I feel like the consistent sun exposure. Yeah, but, but consistent with sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I haven't gotten a really bad burn this summer, which I'm really proud of. I think the only bad burn I got was on my lips because I forgot to wear that like lip uh, yeah, SPF lip balm or whatever. And maybe my scalp. My scalp has definitely gotten some exposure this summer. It's kind of funny. You never really think about the scalp. Like I never think about my scalp. Well, I am so happy that now I've realized that bucket hats look okay on me because I'm just going to wear that. for the. I wore a bucket hat the whole time in, yeah. in San Juan and it, I was perfect. I was fine. Oh my gosh. Speaking of bucket hats, not that it's actually a bucket hat, but that reminded me. There was this guy when I was coming home from Fire Island and we were both waiting for the train together. And I looked over and I literally had to like triple take. Like this guy was in this amazing black hat that I need. What does it look like? Is it a fedora? No, it's, it's like a wide brim. Yeah. Like floppy, but it was structured. It wasn't floppy. Oh, so like, like a, um, Western hat. It was Western, but it was it looked very like Hamptons, you know? It Hamptons. didn't it didn't look okay. Western because it was so structured and it was black and it had this like like kind of like light tannish tie around it. Not like a bow, but something that was just kind of like Braided. a piece. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And he also was wearing just like his outfit was just amazing. Wow. I don't know. I was I was shook to my core. And then he was wearing the you know this Prada sunglasses everybody has? Oh my god, yes. I saw so many people with those yeah. in I'm kind of mad that it's so popular because I really do think it's kind of like a timeless style. Like, I don't think that's something that's really going to go out of style. I think that some of them are sold out. I think I remember looking. I have a very similar pair from like a Chanel pair. Yeah. That I lost in the ocean. In in Puerto Rico? (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. I lost them in the ocean. No, you did not. But then Mia found them. Mia, (laughs) your freaking phone. Mia found them in the ocean. I 
was just like kind of in a daze because after so much sun, I wasn't even like drinking this one day. I just was not in my good frame of mind to be aware of these things. And they were on the top of my head and I went under a wave. It was one of those moments where you're like you're wave surfing or whatever you call it, just like body surfing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I can either go over this or under this wave. And you wait a little while and you're like, oh, I think I can still go over it. But then you're like, shit, I have to go under it. And my sunglasses were on my head in the process of that going under and flew off and tumbled down into the oh wave. Oh my gosh. And Mia, I literally am such a pessimist. I look down, I'm like, well, there goes my amazing sunglasses that are sold out, discontinued and <laughs> are just You my do favorite. get compliments on those all the time. I love them so much. They're just like such a, like you said, timeless style. And they just went down. But Mia just reaches down into the water and plucks them out. Like, just like that. She just, well, I was just defeated. I thought there was absolutely <laughs> no way. And I think she did too, honestly, because yeah. how often do you actually retrieve the sunglasses that you lose in the water? Like not very often. Yeah. But she reaches down and she like, her, the look on her face was priceless because I really think that she surprised herself by finding them. Wait, also the water is pretty clear there, right? Could you not see it? No. Okay. So it's very rip current, rip currenty, uh. like. At least where we were, we were in, on Condado Beach at this point, if you guys are familiar, but it was really sand, like murky. Mm-hmm. It definitely was clear. Like I could put my hand down and probably see it, but if I put it down like a little further, you couldn't. Yeah. Wow. So Mia, Mia saved the day. the MVP because, and honestly, my sunglasses have never been cleaner. They, re- <laughs> they really needed that like little... They needed the dip they in needed the Puerto it. Rican Sea. But I will now not be bringing my Chanel sunglasses into the ocean. Well, I feel like that's why it's hard to spend like money on sunglasses, you know? Like I saw this product sunglasses on that man and I was like, you are the most well-dressed, beautiful man I think I've seen in a very long time. But then I looked up the sunglasses and I was like, okay, do I really want to spend 300 bucks on sunglasses? I don't know. Yes, I think you would because I think obviously each person is different, but I think sunglasses I do in my adult years, besides this one instance, I'm pretty good with my sunglasses. I wish I could take I've had these Chanel sunglasses for two years now and they're like still great. I put them in the case. Like I'm good with them. And I think it's because now that I'm older and I'm not like a delinquent in college, like I've ruined a pair of Gucci sunglasses in college. Now you appreciate your things and you I appreciate my things. I don't get as blackout drunk anymore. (laughs) Um, That's good. That's positive. Yeah. I don't know. See the one I had a pair of Prada sunglasses that were prescription. And I have no idea where they are. I completely lost them. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. I'm glad <laughs> Mia found your sunglasses. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was the highlight of the trip, honestly. It was like, you should have seen us after this. <laughs> like, it was just the biggest. It was like a football player catching the football in the end zone when you don't think they're going to catch it. Yeah. And everyone, the crowd goes wild. The crowd wild. goes wild. Mia and I went wild. <laughs> I love we it. We raced up to the bar to get tequila Oh, hell yeah. Right after that. Well, Did you guys not, not, meet any eligible bachelors? Not shots. Well, um, Mia's a boyfriend, but... N- what? Oh, Mia has a boyfriend. I thought you meant Mia's boyfriend. I'm like, Mia's boyfriend was not there. It was a girl's trip. <laughs> girl's um, trip. No, we didn't... Oh, I salsa danced with a random dude at um, that, I one, that bar. I think I saw a snap video of that. Factoria. Um, salsa dancing. I learned how to salsa dance with some random dude, but he was not my type. Okay. So I was also just... No, I was in like a grandma mood on this trip. Like we yeah. really didn't stay out that late and I'm kind of grateful for it because I needed some R&R. Hey, you just wanted to enjoy the trip. Yeah. We Relax. ate a lot of good food. We went to the gym one day. <laughs> Remember when you told me you were like, we're going to go to the gym every day. 
yeah, that did not happen. Yeah, but it was fun. How was your weekend slash um, week? Because I guess I literally haven't seen I you haven't since seen you. Yeah, we yeah. Were recorded last Thursday. How was your weekend? Um, weekend? My weekend was good in classic Adam fashion. I got invited to the beach on a late Friday night to leave on Saturday morning, super early. And what do you mean classic? Like the late invitations this, or the beach? <laughs> it always happens to me where like I'll be texting a friend and literally like the night before or something like that, they'll be like, wait, do you want to just come? Like we have an extra spot in the house or something like that. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> back in my bags. That's nice. And it always happens super last minute. Cause it's always like, my friend's house is that they're either renting for the summer or it's like a family house or something like that. And so, so they, they don't, don't know. So they don't sure. know what, who's going to be in the house. Right. Who's like actually paying for it or who's a family member or whatever. And so guests have to be kind of like last minute additions. Right. Yeah. But you're flexible. But I'm a flexible boy. That's and nice. during the summertime, I'm very spontaneous, which is very anti Adam because I feel like I'm not normally. I love spontaneous Adam. It's great. Yeah, I spontaneous love Adam is really fun. Go with the flow. Spontaneous Adam is a mood. Okay, honestly, this summer I've become way more go with the flow spontaneous. I think so too. I have never dated or you like have. done as so many spontaneous things as I have in my entire life than I have this year, I why? think, in general. Why? I don't know. Why? What's the change been? I don't know. I think I kind of just realized like life is short. (laughs) It's very cliche, but like, you know, it is short. And And if you think about about everything you do as like, what do I have to lose? Then things become easier to do for you. Okay. So like, for example, if you're coming up on a weekend and you last minute get get invited to the beach, like normally I would be like, okay, the beach is three and a half hours of travel away. I'm only going for a night. Is it really worth my time to go for a night? I'm going to be tired on Sunday. Then I'm going to have to start the week and be sad because I'm so tired from the weekend. But then if you look at it like, you know what? We're going to go to the beach. We're going to have a good time. If you if we don't have a good time, then like slap on the wrist. Who cares? I'm not going to like be exhausted for three days after, you know, having yeah. like one bad night, you know, like if it ends up being a bad night. Like the odds of it potentially being a fun time are pretty much always going to outweigh the potential for it not to be. Yeah. And you never know what's going to happen from like that one time you go somewhere and you meet someone. It's like your invisible string moment or something. And also I think a lot of times when you, there's a few like different analogies, like don't Monday my Sunday or like things Mm -hmm. like that when you're so focused on the next week. And so you don't take advantage of having a spontaneous fun weekend because you're so worried about the work week or something yeah that is future tripping and i've talked about that on my other podcast and it's dangerous because i haven't heard that term it's essentially having precip anticipatory i almost said precipitation (laughs) anticipatory anxiety so it's like anxiety of things that haven't happened yet that might never happen but you have this anxiety before it's even happened it's like you have a trip coming up that you're stressed about weeks from now and you spend every waking moment of your your current time stressing about that thing that hasn't happened yet. That's literally paper Adam Harrison. Yeah, that's like, you. Yeah, that's exactly me. I do everything. it too, though. I do it too. I all the time. I'm like, should I do this? Because imagine, like, think about how I'll feel on this day yeah. after that, or like, I don't want to go to this thing because I'll be hungover. But you know, life is too short, like you said. Should we pivot into elongated DMs advice? Yes. Elongated advice segment. So what Katie and I agreed on doing today is that we are very inundated with inundated is the wrong word because that's a negative connotation, but like there's so many DMs in the box. Flooded. We're flooded with DMs. But like a good flood. It is a, a good flood. flood. And but we just feel bad because we obviously want to be able to answer all of them. Oh, I like this question a lot. 
Thoughts on using dating apps as you're traveling overseas long-term. Is it worth it or does everyone just want to hook up? Could there be a chance to meet somebody like-minded and seriously date? There's always a chance. I think you should think about this as when you studied abroad because it seems like it's when like I a studied long, abroad. Because like she said long-term, so I'm assuming it's kind of like a study abroad situation. Or maybe even longer term, who knows? I mean, I've done trips and for short term and been on the dating apps. Like I've literally, <laughs> I remember specifically, I went to Aspen and my friends that I was with could tell this story way better than me because they thought it was so funny. But I was on Bumble and I matched with this guy that lived in like, was in Aspen and was like a ski instructor or something. And we went on two dates, but I, I called, you know what, <laughs> on Bumble when you can call someone. Yes. It wasn't a FaceTime, was it but it was accident? like a call. Uh, yes, fully by, by accident, <laughs> fully. But he called me back. I don't think it was a FaceTime. I think I would remember if it was a FaceTime. I think it was just a regular call because you can like push the call button on yeah. there. Um, but then we started chatting and he took me on two dates and we went. I love it was that. really fun. Yeah. I think it's possible to meet somebody that you I can mean, date. I'm not dating him long term, but it was definitely fun and he showed me around. So I think, oh my God, for sure. Yeah. For sure, at least just peruse and see what's out there. Yeah. They, they might just want to hook up, but honestly, even if you weren't traveling, if you were on Bumble, Hinge, whatever, in your local town, there's also people on there that just want to hook up. So. Yeah, exactly. But like, go on the dates, you know? And like, if you tell the person, oh, I mean, I'm moving back to the United States in two months. And if that's a problem for that person, then obviously they'll stop talking to you or just like be clear with your intentions. Like if you go on like three dates with this guy while you're abroad and you say, look, I'm like kind of looking for something a little bit more serious. I don't want to get into some situation where I have feelings and I'm going and moving back to the United States. And he's like, well, I just want to hook up. Then maybe that's not something that you continue. And then you just go on to the next one. I Yeah, I overall just think, what do you have to lose? Really nothing. That's the theme of this episode. And yeah, that's that should be our title. What do you, what have, do you have to, to lose? lose? What do you got to lose? That's not too, that's not very juicy. We need something juicier. Yeah, that's really cheesy, honestly. We can figure we'll out something. We'll think of something better. But theme of it, what do you have to lose? What's so bad about a little... Worst little, case, you get in a couple dates, you have some fun. A little snog. You meet some... A little smooch. Some foreign boys. Honestly, fun. I would love a European situation where I meet like... A European situation. Accidentally, you meet a prince or something and <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first gay prince. <laughs> Hey, you never know. Actually, there are some gay princes. I've done my research already. You already know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I need to go. I'm sure there's an article. One time I was so curious and I was like, I wonder if there are any out of the closet royals. And there definitely are. Keyword out of the closet. You're so right. I feel like. Well, because in the closet, there's no, definitely. I, that's 100%. what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Um, well, hopefully you will cross paths with one. Hopefully I find my prince. Before you're married. <laughs> As a newly unhinged New Yorker, I need some guidance. What? Oh, sorry. I need to. What's y'all's? Sorry. I, I hate reading y'all. Reading y'all. Like you can it's... just say you all. I know. Your. I'm sorry. What's your? What's your? That's way better. <laughs> I'm dying. What's your ideal hinge texting? Real texting to in-person meeting timeline. Like, are there red flags that I should look for? For example, I was talking to this cute 29-year-old, but as soon as I gave him my number, he added me on Snapchat. Oh. Like, you're 29. I don't want to start snapping you right off the bat. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Same girl. Or is that weird to me? I don't know. Can you help? Well, that's that scenario is fully a red flag, I think. Completely agree. It's Maybe some people weird. are into that. I mean, it's not like saying that I don't use Snapchat. It's saying right off the bat them adding you because think of the snaps that you're going to get from that guy like they're going to be like weird 
I just, no. You know what I'm saying? I just think in this day and age, like in 29 years old, there's just a lot of things that don't add up there. There's been this guy recently. I went on one date with him. I met him at a bar, but we went on one date after that. And this was months ago. This is the guy that called me seven times, remember? Oh, yeah. Actually, more. I think it was more like 17 times. Yeah. He called me. He kept calling and hanging up and calling just in case I was on Do Not Disturb or whatever. And he texted me a flood of things. And... I, where am I going with this? Oh, I, he, when he first met me, added me on Snapchat and I like chose to look past it because I was like, he's cute. It could be fine. Yeah. Maybe I'm just being judgmental. No, it ended up not being fine. Like this kid, I call him a kid because he's a child yeah. who calls someone 17 times in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's insane. That'd be a major ick to It me. was a Thursday. It was. With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. So no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. (laughs) (laughs) Now back to the episode. It's a Thursday night. He calls me 17 times. I mean, he was probably super drunk and just wanted right, like but maybe a quick hookup or something. drunk Katie would not call someone 17 times. I even think drunk Katie would see that and be like, this is so icky. I would not. Yes, drunk me wouldn't even hook up with him, which yeah. says a lot. Drunk you would be, <laughs> be <laughs> over it, which is crazy. Drunk yeah. me. Anyway, but going back to the question of the typical hinge or dating app in general, talking on the matching, talking to texting to date pipeline. Ideal timeline. Timeline. I mean, I don't think timeline's the correct way to put it because I think sometimes, like at least for me, I'll go on Hinge or Bumble. I'm on four different dating apps. It's like a full-time job. I will take like a little, like a few days without responding just because like life before going to texting, obviously. I'm not going to take three days to respond to a text. But I think on the dating apps, it's kind of okay for it to be a few days. Yeah. Just because not everyone or most people, I feel like, don't have their dating app notifications on. Do you have yours on? No. Right. So it's like sometimes I just forget to check. But I think, I think ideally you exchange six or so messages. I agree. The basics, clarifying like where in the city you live, whatever, just kind of making sure the person is who they say they are slash they seem normal. And yeah. then phone number. I prefer if they ask me, obviously. Yeah. I don't want to say obviously, but just personally. And then from there, you text. Hopefully the first few texts are ironing out a plan to see each other i think that's a perfect timeline so like you're exchanging a couple messages on hinge just to make sure see if there's a vibe nothing too crazy see if there's a vibe see if they i can tell a lot about a person from those first like six messages yeah you know i don't even want to say six is like a hard number but but i think that's a because that is that wait did you say that's six per person because it's like 
let's pretend. Okay. Okay. I'm me. You're the guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> well, obviously. But okay. you're the guy that I'm interested in. I'm going to message you first, though. So. Okay, you're going to message me first, and you're going to respond to one of my prompts or okay. something. So you re- respond something. Hey, sexy, I love that cheese board. No, you're not going to say that. And okay. also, my charcuterie board is no longer on my hinge. What's the picture? Oh. I updated. You jumped really, really... Wait, is the jumping picture in there? The jumping picture's in there. Yeah. Me me falling into the water, my falling photo, obviously, is on my hinge now. Obviously. If I were to rate your cannonball, it'd be a 10. Okay, great. So that's what you're going to, this is why, anyway, this is why we're not dating. <laughs> so you, you message me that I respond something cute and witty back or something like that. Then you say something. Then I so ask what are you a up question. To this weekend? Yeah. You, usually the guy will be like, so how was your weekend? Whatever. I'll ask, say something. How was your weekend? Or like something along those lines. Or I'm like, oh, where are you, where are you from? Or like, where are you? Do you live in the city? There's usually a question like that to establish just like, or ask them about themselves a little bit. And then they're like, so what are you doing next week? Yep. Perfect. Something like that. Yep. That's the ideal. And then from there, you say either your availability or say like, here's my number. Let's I think text. then you should say, here's my number. Let's like let's, plan something. Yes. Yeah. Or often guys will be like, I'm so bad at the apps. Here's my number or whatever. Which is a good way to Which get Which is fine. I don't care what you say. Just like getting to the number is the, yeah. is crucial because I've had so many conversations, I hate to admit, on the dating apps where I've never, I never even exchanged my number. Like they don't ask for my number. The number never happens. It just falls off and ghosts. I mean, yeah. I guess at that point though, if that's how the conversation's going, we're like, it's three messages back and forth at that point based on the scenario we just did. Like you could just leave it as, oh yeah, this is what I'm available next week. And then just playing it from there because then you don't have to give out your number to somebody that you potentially might not be interested in. So then it's easier to just. Yeah, but I don't know. I like having the phone number because then I can call them if we if I get to the place and I don't know where the heck they are or something. That's true. I don't know. I guess that's an interesting question. I want to know what people think. Do you think that it's better just to like go straight from the app to the date or go to the from the app to the phone number to the date? I think, okay, in my opinion, maybe this is superficial, but I think if you see the person you're very attracted to them the three to six messages that you're exchanging seem like enough banter where you're interested then i think you should move on a number if it's something where you're not sure you're not positive but you're willing to go to get a drink with this guy to feel it out then maybe just leave it on the app okay i like that yeah i like that that model yep okay and but if then you're, from there you should go on the date within the week 100 percent. because then week. otherwise it kind of just tapers off a fizzles. little bit fizzles yeah. out yeah. yeah unless you're like on vacation or like obviously other yeah. circumstances of summer but now we're shifting into fall we're shifting into, into cuffing season did you see that graphic i showed yeah, you yeah we I definitely need to talk Wait, about that oh my god we have to talk about the graphic um but did we answer the question fully i think that that's i think we did good. i don't know No, we definitely did but also i need to before we go into that i what? need to tell you what so you know i met who i matched with um mutual friends ex-boyfriend on hinge oh yes mutual friend we talked about him actually? on the podcast yeah we did yes 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 i know who you're talking okay. about so it sucks that we can't say people's names on here I know, can, people just, and I get confused. can people just not listen to us so, <laughs> so we, we can, can talk names. about people's names. okay we have this mutual friend i have a friend yes that has a friend that, that I, adam went on a date with yes if that makes sense yes. so we refer to him as mutual, mutual friend. friend yeah and then i matched with his ex-boyfriend on hinge recently and his ex-boyfriend we never matched though remember i was kind of leaving it there because i was like i think it's weird that when did you guys match recently so he he liked me on hinge like a month and a half ago but that was when i was 
going on a date with a mutual friend and I was seeing him in a bunch of different so that's scenarios, awkward. settings. And a month and a half after, so like last weekend, I hadn't talked to a mutual friend in a while. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to like the Hayes ex-boyfriend back. Like who cares? Doesn't matter anymore at this point. And I was like, but I'm not going to message him. Like if he wants to message me, he can. Saturday at 11.55 p.m., he goes, what's your plan this week? Want to get a drink? He didn't even waste any time. We had exchanged no messages. Interesting. He just jumped right into it. I always toy with the idea of doing that myself. Mm-hmm. But then I think that, honestly, I don't want to set that sort of... This, is, this sounds so bad, and this is so like anti-feminist. But I want someone to ask me out. I do. And I don't want to set the precedent of me making the plans. Or like me always being the one being like, let's get a drink. Like I want them to take charge. That's fair. And I think it's, it comes from a place of like no one has done that before really in my life or like mm-hmm. someone I've gone on dates with. Like I feel like it's been a lot of me having to like do the work. They'll ask, they'll be like, Oh, where do you want to go? Or things like that, which I just like, I want someone to be like Dante 7 PM. Yeah. You know, something I do like too. that. That's hot. I so, but I, I do respect that, that he did that. Yep. Like that's what I want. I mean, I couldn't, I was too busy this week, but I was like, Oh yeah, we should do something after Labor Day. And then he didn't respond, so clearly he... So... <laughs> but that's okay, because I'm in love with Montauk Coffee Guys, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I sent you this graphic. I have literally 2% battery. Do you have My toxic out? trait. No, so I have I have it here. I don't know who posted... Someone posted this on their story, and I sent it to Adam and Colby. I sent it to Colby, too. I don't know. Do we have a match-made like, Instagram group? That no. I guess we should make one. Maybe we should. I, I, we should send things to both of you separately, but it says cuffing season schedule, and it killed me. It said... It's like a... A timeline. It's a timeline, but it's it looks like a note section of someone's phone with mm-hmm. the check boxes, like the... Yeah, checklist. Checklist. And the first is scouting, and it's August 1st through 31st, so we're through the scouting phase, apparently. Oh, wow. Which I... That causes me a lot of anxiety. I don't like that. No, we just have an extended scouting phase. Yeah, because the drafting phase is September 1 through 30th. That's a whole month. That's a fine... Tryouts... October 1st through 31st, my birthday month, is tryouts and the okay. release of Taylor Swift's new album. It's a perfect time to have tryouts. Preseason, November 1st through 30th. Cuffing season is officially, according to this diagram, December 1st through January 15th. That means we need to be in a relationship in a Cuffing month Cuffing season. Well, the, the playoffs, January 16th through February 13th. Championship game is obviously Valentine's Day. Oh. And then... Um, there's a lot of other things that I are just terms that sporty people would know. But then cuffed or uncuffed, April 16th through July 31st. That is a telling time. If you are still together with someone between that time period of April, whatever that was, 16th through July 31st, okay. you're, go- you're golden. Will we have boyfriends by Valentine's Day? I really hope so. <laughs> I wonder. I've never had a romantic Valentine's Day. Neither have I. Did we do something together last year? Yeah, I took you to Soho House. Well, oh, you took me? I paid for it. Oh, oh we sat, we sat in front of the fireplace. Yeah. I it remember was lovely. We had some drinks. Oh, it was lovely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't regret that then, but it would be nice to not be with you on Valentine's Day That's this year. True. Last year, Alex literally felt bad for me and he was like, you can come to Lucy and nice Valentine's Day dinner. Did uh, you consider it? No, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that would be so sad. And Lucia would be like, fuck you. She would be very upset <laughs> and as any girlfriend would be. I told Alex, I was like, but you are taking me to dinner for Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. Just kidding. You but too. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Okay, on to the next question. All right. Advice, please, to slide in the DMs or not. 
Would you DM a guy that you only... What is this voice that you're doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to be a broadcaster. Would you... I... <laughs> no, Do you want I me can't... to read it? I can't talk normally now. Just Let read, read it. Let me read it. Let me read it. Advice, please. To slide in the DMs or not, would you DM a guy that you only kind of knew in college? I'm currently two years out of college, but I can't help but think at times that we could have had something if I had not been so shy to reach out when we were both in college. Take a shot every time she says college. Right. I would be on the floor. Would you DM a guy that you only kind of knew in college? Yes. Yeah. What do you have to lose? Oh my God. We have a friend who, Bianca, she met her current boyfriend at our alumni weekend. Like she had never known him. Like they didn't even know each other in college. Like they had, I guess, friends of friends, but like didn't Mm -hmm. know who each other was. And they met for the first time. Like this isn't fully related, but they met for the first time at alumni weekend. Now they're dating. They, They live together. They have a dog. Like... They didn't even know each other in college. So if you kind of knew this guy in college, I say, what do you have to lose? Theme of the episode, what do you have to lose? And I think she said something about like, has it been too long or like, yeah, no. Also, they've been out of college for two years. That's plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, could... she's saying, has it been too long so that it would be weird if the she reached yeah, out? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't think so at all. Yeah. And I don't know. I see Elon people on my dating apps all the time and I'm always like, hmm. I also just think, like, think, think about what the worst case is. The worst case situation is either one, he doesn't respond to you. Two, he says he's not interested. Yeah. In both those situations, you're going to be sad about it for like... A day. A, literally a day, which like is totally able to be mitigated. Go do something you love. Go get yourself ice cream. Go take yourself to dinner. Whatever. Yeah. Spend time with friends and you'll be over it. So what do you have to lose? And honestly, every time I've ever gone out on a limb to like flirt with someone that I do see often or yeah. like relatively often, I feel like the college, my college friends, like we do see each other every few months here in the city if i've ever drunkenly done something stupid it's like you're not going to speak of it again yeah don't if you do something and say or say something along the lines of i'm interested in you whatever it's not like the next time if you ever see him he's going to bring it up if he says if he lets you down easy yeah. or something like that because you know it's i just really don't think you have anything to lose and also we talked about the and potential worst case but the potential best case is it could be a great love story it could and be like, well, we went to college together and we kind of knew each other, but we never dated. And now, yes. And then I DM'd him two years after we got out of college. He asked me on a date and then the rest is history. Yeah. That'd be an adorable love story. It'd be cute. And what if he's been thinking this whole time? I wonder about that girl. Oh my God. Imagine. <laughs> oh, See, <laughs> the potential for such a beautiful love story far outweighs the one day of negativity that you would have if it didn't work out. Just slide in the DMs. Exactly. I think Just that, do it. You know, I think I read somewhere... I could have totally invented this story, but I think that Wells Adams, Wells, the guy from Bachelor, Mm -hmm. and Sarah Hyland, they just got married. Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. Oh, really? They just got married. Do you know who I'm talking about? I know Sarah Hyland. I'd have never watched The Bachelor. Wells, he's the bartender on Bachelor in Paradise. He was on Jojo Fletcher's season of The Bachelorette, I think. That was like the last season I ever watched in full. Um, But I believe one of them DM'd the other person, and that's how they got to talking, and now they're married. Aww, you never know, really guys. Cute. You could be, well, yeah, it's always like the exception or the rule. Which one are you? But I don't know. Honestly, this gay couple I follow on Instagram too, Joey Zauzig, if you've ever oh, heard of yes, him. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, he DM'd his now husband. You never, like, what do you have Brian. to lose? I'm a big DMer. I, I'll, I slide in everywhere. <laughs> Literally, what do you have to lose? Yeah. I keep saying that. Take a shot every time Adam said, what do you have to lose on this episode? Yeah. And Katie, honestly. We're still not going to title it that, but. <laughs> no, we're not. We need to find something, something juicier. What do you have to lose? 
What loser. do you have to loser. lose? Lose. Loose. What do you have hole. to lose? Yeah. <laughs> how do we make it more sexual? <laughs> what do you have to lose? Butthole. But we're no better than uh, the raunchy people out there with podcasts. We're no better. That's true. All right. I like this one too. New York City is a much big. Are you eating a lollipop? Yeah. I just saw it in the corner of my <laughs> eyes. Just Katie like shoving something down her throat. Oh. <laughs> okay. I need to stop. Yeah. This is getting. How are you doing over there? We aren't even drinking on this episode. Yeah, I have a lollipop. I was thinking we should get over it. It looks yummy. Anyways, New York City is a bigger culture of buying people drinks than my previous city. I'm not complaining, but often feel awkward after someone buys me a drink, but I just want to hang with my friends. How long do you think is necessary to talk to someone after they buy you a drink if you're not interested? Oh, I don't even say yes if it's someone I'm not interested in. Also, at the end of the day, you don't owe anyone anything. Like, I think you need to think of it that way. Like, unless you ask for a drink from the guy and he buys you a drink, then maybe, like, I don't know, maybe that's using somebody at some point. But if he just buys you a drink, like... That is... That's a very true, very accurate And you don't owe him anything. If I... If someone comes up to me and I'm... I very much sense people... Like, I know people's vibes when I... I feel like most people do. You Mm -hmm. have, like, an internal compass of, like, do I feel like I want to accept a drink from this guy and talk to him? Yeah. If... You're right, though, in saying that New York City has a big culture of people of people buying you drinks. I certainly think that out of any place I've lived or visited, people really do ask a lot here. Like, they're very generous or, like, that's just people's pickup line that everyone has adopted. Yeah. But because I, I do feel, like, a little bit of guilt. I do feel obligated to talk to them for a bit, for a beat. But I think if you if someone buys you a drink or asks to buy you a drink and successfully purchases you a drink and gives it to you, I think you can thank them which you should i think like that's there's nothing wrong with that like, yeah thank you for the drink i'm gonna go dance with my girlfriends maybe i'll see you later yeah i mean like and the end if of the day, he it's gets fault. mad at you like clearly he, a reflection on him yeah it, like that's absurd if he gets i agree if he gets mad at the end of the day you don't owe anyone anything Usually usually when guys buy me drinks, it's when they're trying to get to my girlfriend. So I'm like, actually, you do owe me something. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And you're you're like, I don't know why. You're going to hate me for saying this. Oh, God. Here we go. You know in Dora the Explorer when she's trying to get over the bridge and there's a grumpy old troll at the bridge. I'm the grumpy old troll. You're not a grumpy old troll. I'm the gatekeeper. Can you give me a sexy title? The grumpy old troll is the gatekeeper. Okay. And she has to like bribe the grumpy old troll at the bridge to get over. And that's you. So the boys are Dora the Explorer and I'm the grumpy old troll gatekeeper. And then my girlfriends are the treasure. Or whatever the heck she's trying to find. I never know what she's trying to find at the end of the buried treasure of her map but yeah i i truly i mean i i buy a lot of people drinks when i'm out and i don't expect well i guess i don't really buy a lot of guy i actually no, you know you do you do actually buy guys drinks all the damn time and do i expect anything no katie gets drunk and that's all she picks up guys she's like let me buy you a shot yeah but it's i don't really have to do much it's true. They're putty in my hands. Putty. Because they've never been offered yeah. to, a drink. Honestly, huge pickup, guys. Like, girls trying to go out there and pursue a man, buy him a shot. That is some feminine power, for sure. Honestly, it's really fun until you look at your Amex the next morning, and you realize that you bought everyone in the bar a shot. Yeah, that's always... It's not fun. But, no, I think it's a power move. Okay. All right. Should we do one or two more? Yeah, let's do huh? whatever you think. Let me look at the time. Oh, one more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for a while. Okay. We're chit-chatty today. Mm-hmm. This guy friend that I briefly dated now has a heavy flirtation with my roommate. 
I ended it with him because I didn't think it was right long term, but now I'm slightly uncomfortable seeing them flirt. Am I evil for not wanting that to happen? Not gonna lie, they seem like they have a lot in common, and I genuinely want the best for each of them. Thoughts? Shit. That's tough. That That's is really a tough. really, really hard one. Because I've been there too, not in like that sense, but in, ter- in the mentality of like, I don't want this thing, but now that someone else wants it, yeah, it becomes like desirable again, or mm-hmm. you just feel some type of way about it because... Yeah, it's almost like you kind of are resenting her for it working out between, like potentially working out between them because it didn't work with you. Yeah. Like just because like they're compatible maybe and you're not compatible with him, it just makes you feel kind of lesser than. I'm also wondering like how close is she with the roommate? Because if they're best friends, like I think that might be a little weird on the roommate's part kind of. Honestly, just like where's the loyalty? Yeah. I just, I mean, maybe they were friends like in a friend group before. Yeah. And but it, I still think like it's not like if my roommate start excuse me started flirting with some guy that I used to date I'd kind of be a little bit weird I guess right am I wrong to think that well <laughs> I think I would be unhappy about it yeah they're flirting I don't know this just like isn't is, I'd be like where's the loyalty like you're my roommate and but friend I guess wow she's like very much being the bigger person here not calling out that as being an issue but she's like I want the best for them I want yeah, them to be this, happy you're a really sweet person she deserves a gold star it like, depends on how long it's been does she say how long it's been since no they... but I just love her wording of this she said not gonna lie they seem like they have a lot in common and I genuinely want the best for each of them that is so nice that's so sweet of you and so like I mean if she's able to feel that way about it and be that bigger person Maybe just let it happen then. I also think her but main is, question is like, am I wrong for feeling that way? No, and I don't think you're wrong at all. Absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. I would feel that way too. I would as well. So I feel like a lot of rational people would kind of feel weird about their roommate, potentially close friend, flirting with some guy that they used to date. I feel like you just focus on you. Like, go. I agree. This is a really. T- go out on some dates yeah. and try to. Because what if you could meet someone way better than that person for you and be happy with someone else and your friend could be happy i don't know i just like the way that she's phrasing this makes me feel like she's almost okay like you know what i mean she wants the best for them but she's also like it's weird to me that my friend is flirting with my ex-boyfriend who you know what i roommate. think i think that she should do i think she should talk to her friend see i was thinking i don't think <laughs> you don't think she should Well, i don't know i guess she should i think she should just let her know because it, it almost you know what i think she needs maybe she doesn't so much need the friend to stop talking to the boy. She just needs it out She just needs she just needs the friend to know that it's bothering her. So then the friend can like she might be reading too far into it and if they're not flirting at all. Could or be. like, you know, I think that it just she needs to have a conversation with them and maybe it will make her realize like, oh you know what? Whatever. I don't care if they flirt. Like yeah. I, I don't feel like he's he's mine anyway. Like or I don't feel like we obviously she broke up with him. Yeah. That's true. She did break up with them. I think it just, it, you will feel so much better if you have a conversation with your friend yeah. about how you feel. You don't have to, don't like call her out for things. Like, I think just express how you feel. Yeah. Don't be like, you are doing this. You are doing this. Be like, I just feel like this is uncomfortable for me. I agree. Or something like that. But and I also just, think there's two paths she could take. I think that's one of them. I think the other path is like trying to focus on herself, going on dates with other guys and kind of just doing her own thing. Yeah, how close are you with this friend? Like can you just like That's what I'm curious as well. I think that's kind of a Is she an critical, acquaintance? I think if it's her literal best friend. Did she say or, best friend? No. She just said roommate. That's why it's roommate ambiguous. Oof. Which roommate makes it tough in itself, but I think if it's somebody that you're like if it's your roommate that you're best friends with, 
then I think there should be kind of a little bit of loyalty with the best friend to you, in my opinion. Jeez, um, roommate's tough, though, because you don't have to be best friends with your roommate. That's true. But I think if it's your roommate who's your best friend, I think you should definitely bring it up to them. I think if it's not and it's just like a roommate that you're not super close with, then I think it might make it awkward with you and the roommate if you bring something up. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Just so in that case, I think you should kind of like get on do the your apps, own thing. Go out and yeah. find another hottie that you're more compatible with and focus yeah. on you. But if it, gets, if it gets to a point where you literally, because like for me, I get to a point sometimes with people that I just can't keep it in and I need to talk. I need to say something. Yeah. If you get to that point, you have done nothing wrong. You're just being honest. Like if you express this to your friend that or your roommate, whoever the frick she is, that it's a little bit weird. I mean, but I also do want to say it's like not, well, like what if the, it's mostly the the boy, the ex-boyfriend that's coming yeah. on to her? Like I don't want to always blame it on the girl because I feel like that's often what happens, but Yes, she is your your potential friend or whatever roommate, but he also could just be trying to fuck with you. But maybe you he's trying to get that? to. Oh, like maybe we're he's introducing trying... topics that are gonna make her even more stressed. I feel oh my like. god! <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because he's an ex. Keep him in the past. He's in the past. If you need to express it to your roommate slash friend that this man's is in the past, like why is he still around? That's what I'm wondering. Okay. Why is he still lurking? Agree completely. He must be in the friend group. I wish you the best. I think that's a complicated situation. Go on a vacation. Yes. Go on a European vacation. Eat, pray, love. Get out of the, <laughs> find the country. A, find a prince. Find, find a, a European prince. Find a European prince. That's like honestly my goal as well. Should we make that a title? Finding your Europe. Oh my God. You're going to try to add 101 to whatever I say. Adam loves 101. Finding a prince 101. <laughs> he always tries to add 101 to Katie's the end of Katie's like, the title. we have enough of those I'm like, in we the already have like four 101s. People are going to think like, we're not experts. <laughs> this is my bio has always had 101 in it. So I see it every day and I'm like, yeah, there 101. Um, calling all European princes. I'm in love with the European prince. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, whatever. We'll figure it out. You guys always... The All titles right. are always up in the air. Thank you guys for listening it's to been fun. our podcast. Clearly, we're exhausted and ready for a long weekend. I'm very excited. All right. We'll but see you next week. We'll see you next week we'll, with Colby, hopefully. Yes, She'll be back. fingers crossed. Fashion Although she does week. a fashion week next week, fashion so we'll week. see. New York Fashion Week. NYFW. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Love we'll ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.